Welcome back to the Hairwire. I am Carrie Jarrett. Now I'm here on my own reporting today because we have Sergio who is in Italy. He is doing a trichology program in Italy for a couple weeks and learning and bringing us so much information. I'm sure if you're following him on TikTok or Instagram, whatever platform you follow him on, um, he is reporting and posting periodically. And then we have Miss Bassan, and Bassan is off today because she's got family in town. And that's one thing at the hair wear, the three of us really value spending time with family and making sure that we watch each other so that way we are present with those that mean the most to us and so right now Basan is spending time with her father and with her daughter and her father's just up from out of town so I said you know what you guys I've got this I will take this on you guys focus on doing things that are important and I will share my presentation on epigenetics I know a lot of people have been asking for it and so I'm going to share it with you today. Um, it's a presentation that I bring and I share, I do in person at a lot of events where I talk about the importance of stress awareness and how stress can actually affect your overall health and in particularly hair. As you know, I'm a certified trichologist and a master level stylist educator. So I also really, I use this as a tool to really dig deep and really hone in on the importance of being aware, self-aware, and how stress does have a cause and effect on hair loss and your overall health. So now further ado, let's sit down, let's enjoy this presentation, and I will answer it to the best that I can. And if there's any questions that you have in relation to hair loss or scalp issues that I don't cover, please put them in the comments. Um, but I'm going to make this presentation very information packed about epigenetics and self-awareness. Now, thank you. Let's get going. Epigenetics. Now, I'm very passionate about this topic primarily because I have to say epigenetics saved my life. Um, I have a rare blood condition and I had been in and out of the hospital for many years trying to figure out what was going on with me with blood clots, hair loss, issues, health issues, you name it. And it took many, many years for the for us to figure out what was going on with me. Um, later to find out I have a rare blood cancer called essential thrombothemia JAK2, and I also have celiac disease. Now, once I was diagnosed, we found that we were taking lots of medications as in between uh, the cross cancer in Calgary, cross cancer in Edmonton. We had a panel of hematologists in all of North America that were kind of monitoring me and seeing what was going on. And we couldn't really regulate anything. It took them even nine months to regulate my warfarin intake to help control my blood clotting. And I didn't really tie epigenetics and trichology together until I was sitting in a presentation and somebody brought up the topic of epigenetics and trichology. And I literally fell off my seat because I have a diploma in epigenetics. I know it so well because it is what helped regulate my cells and improve my health to the point that I have uh, I had the cross cancer at Calgary Edmonton and the pharmacist at the cross cancer called me and asked me what I was doing different because with my condition I do have to report everything I do um, I have to report all the vitamins I'm taking I have to report um, any new medications if I've taken Tylenol more than normal I have to record that I food journal everything and they couldn't believe how much improvement I had with no I didn't change anything except for my diet and my mental well-being and once they realized that they were blown away and so 
Um, and I am not saying epigenetics takes over any health conditions or anything, but it really brings you to the awareness of your health and taking ownership in your own physical health, because you're being more present to really understand your body's needs and your mental state's needs. And once I did that, I tell you, my whole world changed. Um, my hair started growing back thicker and fuller, primarily because I wasn't stressed. I was eating better. I was eating for my body. I was educated in what my body did not want. Um, I was, my mental well-being was a lot better because I was more present and knowing what I needed and how to set boundaries and what I wanted. Um, now, epigenetics is essentially how your genes and your DNA are, trans are transcribed. And oftentimes it's influenced by our environment and a lot of us don't consider that and it's the stress contributors that affect you now I study stress those who follow me as the hair coach um, I do study I specific, specifically specialize in hair loss due to stress and so I've taken a lot of certifications and workshops in the area of stress management cognitive behavior REBT um, to really understand um hair loss triggers, for example, trichotillomania, um, telogen fluvium, alopecia areata. And so this is where epigenetics will come in handy because if your stress trigger is what's causing your hair loss, your hair fall, or your physical health ailments, this will help you immensely. Now with myself, um, I do look at stress as four areas uh, and I'll explain that into the presentation. But for right now, who all wants wants to help right now with epigenetics, whether you're losing hair or you're not losing hair, or if you're just wanting to have a healthy lifestyle, as soon as you understand this, it's going to improve your sleep, your memory, your concentration, and your performance. It's going to optimize your immune system. When we're going to get healthier, and especially after COVID, we are struggling with a lot of people getting sick all the time, but our stress levels are out of whack. Um, we're going to have reduced feelings of being alone, and we're also going to enhance the ability, ability to deal with and recover from illness. And we're also going to look healthier and younger. And much more. Um, myself, like I'm 42 in two weeks. And since doing this, I have had a lot of people come and tell me like, you are reverse aging. <laughs> but it's also too, I'm really aware of what my body needs. So welcome. And I just want to say, um, again, do you know hair is known to be one of the most effective biomarkers in nature? And that's why trichology and epigenetics go hand in hand, because we can tell a lot about you from just your hair. What is your hair telling you or your lack of hair? Now, it's also not a one-size-fits-all world. Um, this book is where it all stemmed from, the biology of belief. Healthy hair is a result of a healthy body and a healthy mind. And I use it to map and to get to the root to help you thrive versus survive. And the lifestyle that helps affect your hair and scalp health and overall health. I'm here to encourage whole body health and awareness of you, you specifically. Okay, now this is a really good book. I'm going to put this in, um, if you go to our tab on our website shop, I'll put a link to this book if you want to get this book. But this is the godfather of epigenetics, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Um, he's the one that studied and helped bring awareness to epigenetics. So if you want to go, go check this book out. It's The Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton. Now, what is epigenetics? Epigenetics is the study of how your behaviors and your environment can cause changes that affect the way your genes work. Unlike genetic changes, epigenetic changes are reversible and do not change your DNA sequence, but they can also, but they can change how your body reads a DNA sequence. That you can optimize your by optimizing your diet, your behavior, and your environment, biohack essentially the body and the mind to new levels. 
Now, did you know currently almost everyone on the planet is operating below their potential due to the effects of their environment and stressors? Crazy, eh? Not until you really step back and re-listen to that. I'm going to say once again, currently almost everyone on the planet is operating below their potential due to the effects of their environment and the stresses. Now, that cellular weakness presents long before symptoms or sickness are expressed. So these weaknesses are a direct result of your environment in which you or we live. Now, epigenetic factors are stress factors that I analyze as a trichologist or somebody who understands stress. I break stress into four categories. A lot of time when I talk to people and I rule out and I find out that stress is a contributing factor to their hair loss or their well-being or their business or whatever they're doing, first response I always say, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed at all. I'm happy. I got everything going on for me. Okay. But you know what? We have four areas of stress contributors. We have intake stress, so everything your body absorbs and consumes. So for myself, when I had my tragic hair loss story, I had clumps and clumps and clumps of hair coming out on a regular basis. And when you later, later found out, it was because my physical body was on such high stress. My guts were so stressed from being celiac, being undetected. That was was causing the nutrient deficiency to my brain, causing mental health issues, hair loss, skin issues you name it. So I was under stress, even though at the time that we had discovered I had a snowboarding contract, I was traveling across Canada teaching for one of the largest hair companies in the world. I had a great job. I had a place in Victoria, I, or sorry, at the time I had a place in White Rock and a place in Calgary. I was living it up. So no way I should have been stressed. But fool me, I was. My body was under stress. I had celiac, it was undetected. And so I now that I'm aware of this, I'm more educated. So that's one type of stress, intake stress. Then your everyday environment. So everyday environment would be how you respond to things around you. So for example, is your, um, are you the type that go into a parking lot and be angry because somebody left a grocery cart in the aisle or in the parking lot? Or you can have empathy and be like, hmm, maybe it's a little old lady who couldn't get her cart to there. Or maybe it was a mom holding a toddler and a baby and the baby's screaming and the toddler's running away and she's trying to put her groceries in. It's, you know, having a different perspective on how you see things. Kind of like how Tony Robbins talks about how you choose to respond to things or how you let things affect you. So you could have two people with the exact same amount of stress, but how the other perceives it or takes it on, it has a big influence on your everyday stress. Next one would be your physical stress. Physical stress would be, of course, getting into having an injury, getting in a car accident, tripping, all of that. But it could also be how you carry your body or if you're, you're so mentally stressed, you're so tense, causing um, restrictions as well. They've been doing a lot of studies right now on people with androgenic alopecia being so stressed that it's causing tension in the follicle, causing an increased amount of hair loss. Um, so there is physical stress that can have an effect on you on everything, just being tense, tight, um, or even the way you sit at your computer all day typing could have a cause and effect because the way you carry your body causing blockages. Um, I felt all oh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks a lot about uh, stress in the physical body. And the next one is emotion or I also residential stress or residual stress, stress that has kind of, I address it as trauma or stress that hasn't been addressed. Um, or perceived values that don't align with your core values. So maybe your parents have a core value that they tried to instill on you that didn't stick. 
Um, and you have, it, it just doesn't align with who you are and what your core values are, but that has a cause and effect on how you respond or how you carry it on. Or it, maybe you had trauma that you haven't addressed either that has been triggered. So for example, what I mean by that is, um, Myself, I had a very physically abusive boyfriend when I was 17. And so, yes, I put that in the closet, left it, forgot it. But then again, I see him at age 40 running into him. Well, guess what? I haven't addressed those emotions. And I I always end, I ended up always retracting back to my 17-year-old self and bringing up those old vibrations and energies and emotions. And until I really addressed it and faced it, now I look at this person with complete empathy and complete love. And it doesn't trigger me as much anymore because now I see where it was coming from and where it made me a better person too. So, you know, there's those emotions, which you would work with a psychologist or um, I'm a professional in that field. Now each, and each of these have subcategories underneath them as well. Now, stress, any stress factors that is left in check can contribute to any, to too many elements. And so it's just being really aware of that. And in this presentation, I'll go over how to be aware of this. And indeed, stress symptoms can affect your body, your thoughts and your feelings and your behavior. And being able to recognize common stress symptoms and your triggers can really help you manage them, especially when it comes to hair, um, hair loss, running a business, running a household, really anything, just everyday life. Um, Studies have shown that short-term stress boosts the immune system, but chronic stress significantly affects the immune system, ultimately manifesting an illness or causing a butterfly effect. And what I mean by that is there is good stress. Absolutely, there is good stress. So the stress of running a race or jumping out of a plane or having a surprise done to you, like a good surprise, you know, those are good. Those are good for the immune system. They're creating a, an adrenaline and an endorphin. Those are really good. But when you have chronic stress that doesn't turn off, that it's not healthy and too much of anything is bad for you too much sugar, too much milk, too much of anything. But so if you're carrying too much stress with you, yes, of course, that's going to have an effect on your overall health and well-being. Now, your health is a daily responsibility you owe to yourself. And I'm going to say this again. Your health is a daily responsibility you owe to yourself. First thing is understanding the type of stress you're up against, the triggers associated, and how to get to the root of it. For example, for years I suffered from depression, and until I was on my own healthy journey, I learned I, had, I was celiac. And so, for example, myself as a celiac, when your guts are so upset and not working functionally, the nutrients aren't getting distributed where they need to. The waste isn't being distributed that doesn't need to be there. And so I wasn't getting the nutrients to my brain to have healthy mental health. So that had a cause and effect on me. And that's until I found out it was the gluten, my intake stress, that was the cause of my mental health and my hair loss. Now, with epigenetics, we also examine mind-body-spirit. What is mind-body-spirit connection? Well, the mind-body connection is the link between a person's thoughts, attitudes, and behaviors, and their physical health. Now, while scientists have long understood what our emotions, how our emotions can affect our bodies, well, we're just now beginning to understand how emotions influence health and longevity. Now, mind-body-spirit, the mind, the body, the spirit may appear to be separate, but they are tightly connected and actually rely on one another heavily. You only need to look at the power that stress has on your mental health for your physical body to see how strong the interconnections between the three are. 
When it, becomes to, when it comes to the mind, it's important to understand epigenetics and the role it plays on your thoughts, your behavior, and your health. Now, every day your cells are constantly changing and you're absorbing different information that is based on your perception of your environment and your experiences. Now, have you ever thought about why you get a headache when you're stressed? Or have you noticed that when you don't exercise your physical body, you feel depressed? How about when you overeat? because of your nervousness or your stress. I had a flare-up. What did I do to consume in the last two weeks? Or so that was different? What did I respond to that day? Have you really sat and really observed all of this? This is your mind affecting your body. That is your body affecting your mind. I know for myself, when I am stressed out emotionally, Spiritually, I get a headache. I know when I, my body is physically stressed, I get a stomach ache. I know when I am physically stressed and emotionally stressed, my mental wellness is also affected too. Now, when it comes down to stress and mental stress, we also really got to understand mindfulness. Now, is your mind, are you being mindful or are you being mindful? Now, mindful of the things around you? Or is your mind so full that you have no room for anything else that you're so consumed by it? Mindfulness is all about being aware. And when you're being actively mindful, you are noticing and paying attention to your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and your movements. And that includes effect and the effects of those around you. And why it's so important with epigenetics is because once you start understanding your body as a whole, mind, body, spirit, and being more mindful of the things and the things that trigger you, the things that you do to your body, the things that you do for your body, you're going to have more benefits for your actual health. Now, embracing stress. Your genes play an important role in your health, but so do your behaviors and your, and your environment. So as what you eat and how physically active you are, Epigenetics allows your muscle cells to turn on genes to make proteins important for its job and turn off genes important for nerve cells jobs. Again, I'm going to say that again. Epigenetics allow the muscle cell to turn on genes to, take, to make proteins important for its job and turn off genes important for a nerve cells job. So your epigenetics change throughout your life, so it is important to check in. So do you see how I talk about the interconnection between mind, body, spirit, mindfulness and your stress factors now here I want you to really consider to adopt a mindful practice of mind body spirit epigenetics you can do simple things daily for example quiet the mind now when I say quiet the mind it's not turning on the tv or an audiobook or causing anything that's going to stimulate the mind it is literally quieting the mind you can put music there's music that could stimulate you and stimulate the soul. You know, there's music that really inspire you. But if it's making you have um, uh, really trigger thought, maybe consider not using that. Now, there's good thought where you're actually getting into your mind, your state of mind. And what that means, your own state of mind is, you know, you know, when you're going for a long drive, you get lost in your thoughts. Or maybe um, they would say the best ideas happen in the shower or on the toilet. 
people, it's because you actually stop and are still and able to quiet the mind. Or maybe it's doing an activity. For myself, I, I, those who do follow me, I do make jewelry. I have an accidental jewelry business called Sentimental Gems, where I celebrate intentions and intention setting. Well, I use jewelry making as my mindful practice. Some people play soccer, paint, crochet. I make jewelry. And I could get into that state of mind and listen to myself and connect with my higher self. You know, so it's really finding a mindful activity that's really going to fill your cup, fill your soul. And now when I look at our body and when I talk to people, I look at you as a person, as two parts, kind of like um, you have your physical body and you have your spiritual body and they're both interconnected, but your physical body has needs and your spiritual body has needs. And so your physical body, mind, body, spirit, remember, it's all connected. Um, it does need fuel. It needs food. It needs all that. But our spirit body, mind, body, spirit does need food as well. And that food is doing things that fill your cup. So doing things that help you quiet the mind or stimulate love process. It's even going out with friends and venting. It's even visiting with friends and talking with friends. Um, all of those activities that really fill your soul. And once you have those soul filling activities, that will really help ease um, mind, body, spirit. Now, Things you can do also read, read inspiring articles, do a puzzle or mind games, research, study, learn something new, brainstorm, meditate, just turn off the noise and rest, turn off the noise on Facebook, turn off the noise on the news, turn off the noise on the TV, turn off all of that noise, just turn off. Okay. Next one is body, cell well-being. Now, 15 minutes of hard work. Um, I can't stress enough the importance of physical health. The amount of people that I talk to that don't do this for themselves, you know what, we need to get our heart rate up for at least 15 to 20 minutes a day to have good circulation of blood cell development. This helps with hair growth, you guys, this helps prevent hair loss, this helps making you less depressed, helps you sleep, distributes better nutrients, there's so much benefits to having a healthier lifestyle, even if it's 10 minutes a morning, 10 minutes a night. Sprint up the stairs, sprint down the stairs, anything that you can do just to have a quick workout. Um, you know, just get the heart rate moving. You'll find a huge difference in your everything, even your libido. Okay. Recommended, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, ideally 20 minutes. If I have it my way, is that all that you guys would do now? Make sure you're also hydrating the amount of people that I see that don't hydrate and wonder why they have brain fog, their hair shedding, their hair's dry, their hair's staticky, um, they can't concentrate. Well, hydration plays a huge part. You water, our body is made up a lot of water. And if you're not giving your body enough water intake, that is going to also have a cause and effect. So make sure that you have the recommended dose. And I know it's hard. I, I get that drinking up a lot of water and having 12 ounces a day or whatever it is recommended for your body type. But honestly, for me, I took out the counting how many glasses I had a day. Now I just monitor my urine. Uh, my hematologist, that's the best way she told me to monitor my hydration levels is monitor my urine. The more yellow your urine, your pee, yes, your PP um, is yellow, is more dehydrated you are. And your goal is to make it as white and clear as it can be. So if you know you're dehydrated, look at your urine and make sure you're focusing on hydrating yourself. Um, making sure you have healthy intake of food. Maybe you're not one who likes to eat a lot of vegetables, but maybe try getting a smoothie. There's a lot of um, smoothies that you could get, or you can make your own smoothies, purchase bullet, make sure you're getting those nutrients that you need. 
and help start with a really healthy breakfast, a brisk walk, yoga, stretching, dance, run, you know, just make sure you're really paying some love and, and helping out your body. And then again, we're going to go back into spirit again, making sure that you are doing things with intention. And that could be yoga, intent, prayer, sit in silence, read stories, bios, observe nature, um, make or write, connect a letter, write a letter, phone call, poetry, just be, meditate, tai chi, connect to self, doing something that really fills you. Now, before I go, um, I also too, with epigenetics, I, I could go so much further. There's so many more topics in the area where I could talk about understanding and addressing your triggers, um, understanding the food that you consume, in all of that and I just want to end this today because this is a lot of information and it is a lot to absorb but stay tuned and I will be posting a couple new workshops to add to this I do have four more that are um, that do follow after this presentation um, particularly in the four areas of stress contributors that I had talked about intake stress where I talk about nutrition environmental stress so everything I'm talking about and understanding your triggers and how to know what how to be more observant of your triggers and how to respond to them and how to be more mindfully aware how you are in different environments personally for yourself and for those around you the third one I have is of course physical stress and giving you little tricks and hacks on how to be more physically aware of your physical body to give it the needs that it has. And then the last but not least is trauma stress. I do bring in a specialist with me on this uh, who is a certified psychologist talking about the importance of understanding trauma and how it does have an overall effect on your overall health and well-being. And to really the importance of talking to somebody and not carrying that stress on with you. So if you do want to see more of that, make sure you do follow follow us and uh, we'll go from there but in the meantime I hope you enjoyed this presentation and I hope this is going to be on a journey to helping you be more stress aware understanding epigenetics not just for your health but your business your career your family and everybody around you thank you for tuning in join me for the next topic where I go more in depth about intake stress